0: Shalom of hachevrah, it's such a privilege to be able to learn with you as we come up to Shavuos, especially to dedicate our learning li'ila nishmas for Zechariah Wallerstein Zatzal. His memory should continue to be a blessing and he should continue to be a mele for all of us who are following and learning from his example. So as we come up to Shavuos, it gives us an opportunity to re-examine the core essence of our faith as a nation. We become a nation on Shavuos, we're born at the foot of Harsinai and it gives us the opportunity to pause and to say to ourselves, what is it that we actually believe? Like what, what is the essence of this nation? What's the purpose of the Torah for which Am Yisrael was created to keep within the world, which was created for us to be able to follow the Torah? The essence of which, as Chazal tells us, is Emuna. al emunah. We can distill the whole entire Torah down to one thing. What is this Emuna? What is the essence of the Torah? So the Zerah Kodesh, the Helege Rapshitzer Rebbe, one of the early Hasidic masters, says the following. Beautiful, beautiful idea. We read in the Psukim that Am Yisrael come to Moshe Rabbeinu at Ar-Sinai, and they are frantic in the request that Moshe tell Hashem to stop. To stop speaking the Aseres HaDibros directly to the Bnei Yisrael, but rather he should speak them through Moshe. He should tell them to Moshe, and Moshe should communicate them to the people. Why? Because Am Yisrael weren't able to stay alive when hearing the Diburim of Hashem. They were literally listening to Hashem speak the Asaras of And after every Dibur, they were dying. They were, their souls were leaving their body. And then the Malachim would bring them back to life. Hashem would say the next Dibur. They were passing away. They came back to life and they heard the next Dibur. They couldn't handle it. So they came to Moshe Rabbeinu and they said, we don't have capacity for this. You speak the Torah to us. Let us remain alive. Asks the Zarakodesh Kodesh, what was the big deal? If Hashem would come to all of us or to each of us and speak to us directly in such a way that our neshamas melted back into their source, back into the infinite ocean of divinity, why is that such a bad thing? Why is it that the Bnei Yisrael seem to have cared more about their this-worldly, transient, corporeal, physical, fleeting existence in a human body So much more than allowing themselves to melt back into that place of total dveikas of unity, of oneness with the divine. Why did they care so much about staying alive when their neshamas were able to proliferate with such a great degree of pleasure and ecstasy, of becoming one with Hashem, of needing to become subsumed within their source? So the Zarech says the most amazing thing. Of course, he says, of course it's true that there's a level of oneness with Hashem that's accomplished when we become so davuk, so bound up with Him that we lose our own independence. We we lose this illusion of having a separate consciousness. We melt back into our source, back into the divine. That's a very high level. That's the highest level there is. But he says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted something when He created the physical world. He wanted something when He blew our neshamas into physical bodies. And Am Yisrael understood that. Am Yisrael understood that Hashem had an intention in bringing this human experience to life. Hashem desires what's referred to in Chazal as a dira b'tachtoynim. Hashem wanted us to give Him, so to speak, a dwelling place, dafka in this world, specifically in the lowliness of a physical existence, specifically throughout the vicissitudes of what it means to be a human being. With all of the mundanity that that implies, not to be angels, to be humans, to experience the challenges that we experience, to experience the confusion that we experience, and to bring Hashem into that. That's what Hashem wanted when He created the world, and Am Yisrael understood that. So deeply did they understand that, that they chose to express their willingness to be mikabel the Torah, first with the word Naaseh, we intend to carry out this Torah. We intend to live physical lives with all the challenge that that suggests—to shake physical lulavim and to light Shabbos candles and to put on tefillin and, and where it sits is and to get married and to have children. All of us should be to find our zivugim to bring children into the world to live lives of basic, lowly humanity, so that nishma so that we can reveal that there's something deeper to be heard in the silence of nature. Hashem is here, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is present, and it's our job to reveal Him. Nase Our job is to do, to get involved in this great mystery of being a human being, and to reveal Hashem there. See, so he says, this is what Am Yisrael were telling Moshe Rabbeinu. Sure, on the level of our neshamas, there's nothing we want more than to just jump. Like the Baal Tanya says, nishmas Adam." The Jewish soul is a flame atop a candle. The candle is the goof, is the wick holding the flame down. And the flame just jumps and flickers. It just wants to leap beyond. Sure, our neshamas want nothing more than to do that. But we know that we have a mission here. And even if that means sacrificing some level of oneness, of Dvekus, of Kirvas elokim, we embrace completely the possibility of living in a guf, in a body, in a physical world of Hester, of concealment, because we know that that's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu ultimately wants. And so Am Yisrael said to Moshe Rabbeinu, we're willing to forego this incredible ecstasy of intimacy, of unity, to stay alive. So that we won't merit just to hear the Torah, nishma, but naseh v'nishma. So that we can actualize Hashem's Torah in a physical world, even though that brings with it so much challenge and the greatest existential challenge of the appearance of being distant from Hashem, cut off from Hashem, the appearance of Hashem being hidden. And this is the secret of the whole Torah. To be a human being and to strive to reach a level that the angels couldn't comprehend while being a human being. While experiencing all the fragmentation, all the brokenness, all the confusion that's unique to the human experience. That's what Hashem wants. That's what it means to be a Yehudi, to be a Jew in this world. It's to reveal HaKadosh Baruch Hu within the fragmented brokenness of whatever it is that we're going through. To bring Hashem in there too. To find the Torah there too. We know that The Torah isn't just words on a page in a sefer called Tanakh. and Torah Sheval Peh, and in the Gemara, and Medrash, and Zayar. It's not just books. It's not just teachings, concepts, laws, information. Nature is the Torah ba'iraisa, Baruch, who looked into the Torah, and the world was created. b the Gemara tells us, who built the Mishkan, needed to know the letters with which HaKadosh Baruch Hu created creation. Everything is letters. And the Chassidim went so far as to say that those letters of the Torah are literally still within creation. Whatever Hashem spoke, the Asara Ma'amaros, Nivr the ten utterances with which heaven and earth were created, are still echoing within nature. When you look up at the Shemaim, you know what you see? You see the letters Yehira But it's not just for nature. It's everything that we go through. The circumstances, the challenges, the day-to-day mundane checklist of just the things that we need to take care of because we're human beings. There's Torah there. There's Horaah there. There's guidance there. There's the possibility of discovering meaning there of utilizing our emuna to be mekabal the Torah in every situation and not to seek to escape the challenges of humanity, but to say, Naseh, I'm fully prepared and I'm ready to actualize the Torah by being human here now, conscious of the fact that Hashem is real and Hashem is present. And this perhaps is the secret of what Kaddish Baruch Hu tells Am Yisrael by Arsinai. He holds the mountain over our heads, and he tells us, "Im If you'll accept the Torah, great. imlav, but if not, shum This will be your burial place." Many of the tzaddikim ask, "It's a strange lashon. It's a strange wording. What's shum teik there will be your burial place. Here. You just say, take for Aschem. Po teik for Aschem. What's Sham? Holding a mountain over our head. If you accept the Torah, great. If not, there will be your burial place. Well, what there? Here. Al Piremes, we can understand the Chazal are hinting to us something extraordinarily deep. Do you know what the alternative to being Makabal, the Torah, is? What's the contrast of Nasev and Shum. It's the desire to always be somewhere else, to be someone else, to live someone else's story, to have someone else's circumstances, maybe not to be human at all. I wish I could be an angel. I wish I could be the God of Adar. I, I, I wish I didn't have to experience this here now. Says Chazal, Sham if you live a life of sham where you're perfectly willing to listen to the words of torah but to actualize them in this situation now that we're not willing to do so take furashah that's a, that's a life chas that's detached from the eitz chayim the torah which is described as a tree of life it's 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 the opposite of life take furaschem. It's death. Because constantly we go through life saying, Shum, Shum, Shum. I always want something else. I always feel that my life is a bidiyevid. And my, my whole life is second rate. But the way Chazal set this up is that that perspective is antithetical to the Torah. There's either intikablu saturah, mutav, that's a that's a good life. That's a good life. Ki nasati that's a good life. The opposite is v'imlav, what's the opposite of being makabo the Torah nase v'nishma? It's to live a life of sham. Take Even if we're striving for the greatest levels and we're frustrated because we feel that we can't attain them, the Choyzim Lublin and others said that hu asher to be wealthy, which means in the conception of Chazal to be happy with what you have, that doesn't refer only to Gashmias, doesn't only refer to, to finances and you know your your f- practical Gashmi, your physical situation. It means baruchnias too. Sure, we make choices. And sure sometimes Tshuva is in order and it's a big gift. But as you are right now listening to this message, whoever you are, wherever you are, Shamsha bless you. Such a privilege to learn with you. Whoever you are, wherever you are. There's an element of sameach b'chalko. There's an element of saying, shalelem, I'll take this over anything. This is where you want me right now. This is where you want me to be mekabel the Torah, to find horo'ah, meaning, guidance, to take the next right step for me. I couldn't ask for a more perfect situation. Nase, I'm ready to actualize the Torah as a human being with all the challenge that comes along with that. I wouldn't ask for anything else, despite how imperfect it seems. It's perfect to you, because this is exactly what you want. So, I give us all a blessing. We should be zeicha to be people that are mamish mikabel the Torah, toiv to live a life of toiv, mutav a life of life, of meaning, of vibrancy, of joy. Even when things don't go our way, they're going His way. And chas v'shalom to try as much as we can, as difficult as it is, to disconnect ourselves from the mindset of shum, to always want something else, to always feel that the way my life has unfolded, things just devolved, and now, like we said, it's a bidh It's just uh, very far from the chila from the from the ideal of what I would have wanted. Forget what you want. We're here for Him. And He's micromanaging every aspect of life. Rebuna Shalelam, I'm standing at the ready. I want to live a life of chiyas, of a life, mamish life, vitality, vibrancy, acceptance, appreciation for exactly where I am now so that I can avoid this terrible curse of living a life of shum. Everything is always there because then I've already buried myself. Then it's already over. And I'll just schlep through life and shuffle my feet and look at myself in the mirror and sigh over who I think I've become and who I could have become if I would have XYZ, if things would have gone differently. No. Things could never have gone differently. Proof? They haven't. They haven't. And a Kodesh Baruch who is guiding our lives exactly the way that He needs them to be so that we can conquer this world for Him. So that we can use our experience of being human to reveal His presence. She to a of Kabbalah satayra. A shvuis of Kabbalah, of accepting the Torah that is baked into our experience. Whatever that is in our lives, our circumstances, as we are right now. Kabbalah, acceptance. I'm not looking shama. I don't need anything else. My life as it is now. My job is to reveal Hashem here. I need to stay alive for that. I don't want chas v'shalom. I'm not finished. Kiachia, let me live, because vaasaper maseka. Because my life is the unfolding of a story, Hashem is telling through me, and it's up to me to make sure that that story continues, and that it gets better and sweeter and more beautiful and more elevated and more refined and deeper and more sensitive and more glorious. Every paragraph, as we carry on to the end, we should see the collective end, the Kates Hayamim, with the Gu'ula Shlema Bimherbi Amenu. Amen va Amen. Thank you so much for listening.